Welcome everybody to another episode of Black People Check-In. Good morning, yes. good evening, good day, good night, whatever time you're listening to this. My name is Mandela, a.k.a. the President, a.k.a. Mr. Hype, a.k.a. There, there, was, there was one more, Jermaine. Your girlfriend's favorite. That's- no, 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 no. That, that, that's you, a.k.a. not one of the good blacks. Yes. And this is Jermaine, a.k.a. Uncle Germs, mm-hmm. a.k.a. The preacher, not the teacher, but the preacher, aka the girlfriends. No, I'm I'm the friend. <laughs> Your girlfriends, he's just like a brother to me. Wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. <laughs> nudge, nudge. <laughs> aka the good Negro. Quote unquote. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> and we have a special episode for y'all, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But before we get to our guest. Uncle Germs, how are you today? How have you been? How is 2022 treating you all six days of it? Oh, 2022 is like 2020. Again. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. we're, we're out here trying to like survive all these lockdowns, all these mistakes that government keeps on making. Oh, <sighs> and we're just trying to ensure that our mental health is, you know, on par. So all that to say, you know what? I'm doing okay. Okay. Are you doing? I got the Omarion. Oh Jesus no. Again. <laughs> not 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 I'm I'm over it, but the last two weeks I've had the Omarion. Jesus. Um, my dancing skills have not improved. <laughs> uh, um, but other than that, I'm good. I'm in a much better space. The antidepressants are helping. Um, I got the gold grills in for a special guest, Hala. I know she can see. <laughs> I didn't know you were coming with the grills because I don't even have mine in. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she's bad. So you know what? I do have an AKA for our special guest today. Mm-hmm. We are here talking with the Anarebe. Yes, the art uh, distinguishes. The distinguishes. Yes. The queen of the job job. Oh my god, I'm done. The queen of the job job. Yo, when I read that, I got so excited. Because <laughs> you know, job job is the only soaker that we recognize around here at Black People Check In, right? Yes, right? <laughs> right? Please give a Black People Check In welcome to. Selena Caesar Chavan. I did that right, right? Yes, yes. Yo, all right, we're ready. We're ready. How are you doing, Miss Selena? Well, I would have been doing better if you told me like we were supposed to put the grills in today because you know, and I have the same ones you have, like the full bottom set. Yeah. Yo, she's a bad girl. If you haven't read her book, <laughs> yo, she's a G. She's about that life. Don't let the, the, the politician fool you. No, no, don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you. That would be be your mistake, right? That's like the big flaw where you think, oh, she's so nice. Mm -hmm. No, uh, 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 uh. don't, don't let that fool you. -uh. You know what? She's kind, but she's not nice. Remember that. What I tell my, my, my cousins and I want to create this t-shirt that says, we have manners, but we don't have friends. Tell me, tell me where to get that t-shirt. Tell me where to get that t-shirt. Oh, we have have manners, but we don't have friends. Jermaine, can you write that down? Because that's going to be my next tweet. No, no, do not write it down. Do not write it down. Can I, can I I at least quote it on on Twitter? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yo, that's a new tagline. You can't put manners. You can't put manners. No, no, manners. Manners, but we don't have friends. So Uncle Germs, what mm-hmm. we are chat about today, since we have, you know, our distinguished as guests. Well, we're going to talk about everything, well, S- Selena, really, uh, her experiences uh, in politics, and we'll probably mm-hmm. dive into some of uh, the Black experience when it comes to the current politics that are happening uh, in our country and all that type of stuff. And we'll just talk about a few Black other stuff, so, you know, 
you know. What's well, the difference between current politics and past politics? Right. You know what? Uh, let, let me just sit down and shut my face right now. Still, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, really and truly, like, if we want to, if we want to unpack things, mm-hmm. I mean, is it one that says they're going to do stuff and doesn't do it, or one that doesn't say it and doesn't do it? Which is better? Which is <laughs> but anyhow, it's your show. Let's just go. Yo, so, uh, Uncle Germs, what we didn't do? Excuse his manners. Oh, Selena, how are you actually doing today and oh. this year? How has your mental health been? Mm-hmm. I know you've been through some struggles over the years. Yes. What do you deal with Wagwan, my friend? No, you know what? I am good. I, as I said, I'm at the lake. We're at our lake house. Um, just beautiful. It just started snowing. Mm. There's a guy outside, like actually shoveling the lake. <laughs> so it made a skating rink. For real. It's kind of a weird, we're in a, we're in a weird kind of place, you know. White people are- don't it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it, but I knew exactly who you meant. What you knew? Like, that's not your husband out there. Like, I, I oh, no, 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 question. I was like, not. Just, and, and watch me outside. Hello. <laughs> wow. You coming to skate? No, no. I'm good. I'm just gonna watch you do that. But I'm good, you know. And I'm good because I talk about my mental health. I talk about my mental illness. I'm very open with it. Yes. And I think the more you talk about it, especially in our communities, um, communities of color, mm. largely that yeah. don't talk about it because it is so stigmatized. And it's like, well, you have nice house and nice car, and I say, what do you have to be sad about? That's not how it works. And so right. the more we talk about depression, anxiety, mental mm-hmm. illness, the more we could actually start to deal with the problem that we're having in our communities. You know, I have to say that I, I, I love the guests that we have because they just come out right at the gate just firing shots. That's fire. But, so I have time a question. is money. Time is money. We can't be like little itty bitty talk conversations. We got to just get straight. Next, right. next topic. You know what I mean? Jermaine, I have a question for you. Can we keep her? <laughs> no, 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 no. We mean, can we? She is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm blood already. I'm relative. Well, you started off with a job job and like, you know, it's in my veins. So we yes. are already family. Yeah. Black blood in Shivian. Are you mean? Black blood in my veins. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Yes. So let me ask this question. Uh since mm. since we're kind of on this on this wave a little bit, right? Um, mm. especially with like okay, so with the current decisions, especially in Ontario, that's affecting a lot of people in in the province that we live in. Uh, What is your take on right now the government's response or lack of response into this current pandemic slash lockdowns? Well, we've seen what happened, right? We saw at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020 where we had governments, everybody across the country calling people heroes, like the the heroes without the capes, the Mm -hmm. ones who were saving up the front line, the store clerk workers, the PSWs, all of them were front line, like they were the heroes. Mm -hmm. And we're outside, remember, we're outside seven o'clock every night, banging the pots and doing all of that stuff. Yeah. And then there started to form a face (laughs) of those people who were disproportionate. No, I'm being very serious. We started to actually see Mm -hmm. who was being disproportionately negatively impacted by Mm COVID-19. Look at the dashboard for the city of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Up to 80% of the impact of COVID-19 was falling on almost 50% of the population. And 50% of that population were what? People People of of color. color. Yep. Right. So once the face... Once you know you bang a pot two times and then you know those things, those pixelated drawings where like all the faces come in and then it shows one face and then it started like getting darker and darker and darker and darker. And we're like, oh, right, right. All of a sudden we were like, well, maybe those heroes don't need a living wage. Maybe those heroes don't need sick days. Maybe those heroes don't need all of those things that we said that they needed in the first place. So when you look at the data around the people that were most impacted, not only were they people of color, but Black people make up 9% of the population of the city of Toronto and upwards of 30% at the highest point of COVID-19 was falling on 9% of the population. And when you dissect that 9% that it was falling upon, it was women. It was from, it was the nurses, the PSWs, the, yep. the front lines who were our heroes, who now we could say to them, well, you know what? You don't need sick days. Mm. But those women, those women can't play with their money. 
because they can't be like, well, I'm sick today. So I'm just going to take a sick day. You know why? Mm. Because they can't play with their money. They can't just take a sick day because they can't afford to say so they have to go to work because nobody was giving them a sick day because they're not paying them right in the first place. That's a fact. No, I'm just dropping pure facts. You don't have to, you don't have to reiterate what I'm saying. Well, I am absolutely rubbing facts right now. Oh, <laughs> that said, that's a fact. Like he needed to validate me. You don't need to validate me, brother. <laughs> she came with all, I came with all the receipts today. Oh. I wish we had more time. I honestly wish we had more time. Oh my oh. God. Let me catch my breath, take my puffer. No, but when we think about what, so to answer your question, when we think about the government's response, yeah. it, go, it has gone full circle back to the fact of, and, and when I left politics and people were saying, oh, well, you know, Selena, you know, the government doesn't move fast and we can't move quickly on this and we can't repeal mandatory minimums. We can't move fast on that. We can't do expungements for cannabis possession. We can't, we can't, we can't because government doesn't move fast. A pandemic hit, we turned on a dime. We saw that government can move fast, but now when it's gone back to people of color, actually being impacted all of a sudden once again what can't we do we can't move fast no nah. and every excuse is out there in the book and every. i've been seeing it like one of the things and you you touched on a like a great a lot of great points um when you kind of look at how things are structured especially when it comes to our health care i mean not only the people are in it but also the people who are running it you know right now currently they're talking about like how there's a huge staffing shortage as to the reason why we're locking down and i'm like saying to myself you guys had like well you can go back decades but like within the context of the pandemic you had a couple years to figure it out and you still refuse to figure it out well you see and i heard someone say this the other day that the way the current provincial government in particular is operating. They're operating from a, a space of, we're gonna do what we think is necessary as long as it doesn't impact, affect our friends, mm. right? So you look at the industries that have been shut down. You look at you know the small mom and pop shops who made investments into putting the plexiglass and doing all the things and spacing and removing tables and removing this and removing that to make, to accommodate and then they just arbitrarily shut it down based on what when you have a scientific table that's telling you things i'm on the black scientist advisory board within the city of toronto and we advise on pay equity we advise on things like mental health we advise on things like you know how disproportionate the, the pandemic impact has been on communities where does that go it most often falls on deaf ears and so when you when you think when you really think about the communities that really need to be thinking about what happens in the next election, mm. like we have to be done with lip service because we know governments can move. And right. so how do we make them move? We have to challenge them, not just at the ballot box, but every single day in between. That's why these people think I'm crazy because I'm always lighting them on fire. And it's like, well, why can't she just calm down? <laughs> well, because no. people are dying. Angry black women, like they, they would try to play. I wonder if they, they kind of approached it that way, where it's like, it's like, always angry. But I don't care because you know what? Let me tell you something. Mm. I'm black, right? I'm a woman, mm. and I'm angry. So call me what you want. You're gonna talk about me anyway. Rotten. I like her. I like her. My guy. I like her. She, she, bad gal. I don't care, man. You're gonna talk about me anyway. Say what you want. I might as well be saying something that you're gonna like talk about when it comes to justice mm. for our communities. You know what I mean? Mm. Talk about me. You're gonna do that. You're gonna call me what you want. Right, right. And I'm okay with it because I am angry and I am black and I am a woman, so I am the angry black woman. Go next. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Manila. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> Well, no further questions, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> we rest, <laughs> right? You know, this this is this brings me back to our first time when we had September on. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes. Same vibe. Yeah. Um. So I have a question. This goes back to way before early '90s. I read you. You went to the protest in 1992. Now. That struck a chord with me. And from I read that part, I've been wanting to ask you, what made you, for the people that don't know or that haven't read your book, what made you want to go to the, the protest that 
bad see because i have a connection to them as well i'll explain that later if you want um sure. with dudley laws and charles mm. roach and valerie Steele and my father um what what ignited that 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 urge to wanting to be there yeah because you want so i wanted to be first of all like you felt so small in that moment with the Rodney King beginnings. Like you're seeing things happening in LA, you're seeing it happening in the United States, you're seeing it happening like all over the place and you feel small. I felt small, I felt insignificant. I felt there's nothing I could do. I did the little protest at my school and I got like like two little honks and you know, people weren't really understanding the gravity of that situation. When you go into the presence of the people that you mentioned, it's like, you know, when you're, you see those shows on TV where the, the, the person dies of cardiac arrest and they go, okay, shot clear, <laughs> right? right. And you're like, mm. It just like jolts you. That's what yeah. happens when you're in the presence of people who are actual advocates and activists in our community. Yes. It gives you life. So when I say, oh man, that guy, that thing gave me life. That's mm -hmm. what that did. And I'd never been in a situation. I've, I've always been sort of justice oriented, but not, you know, not like these cats, like these right. cats, were like the G's, they were like yeah. the originals. They were the ones that, you know, I'm sure that if Mr. Laws were alive today, he would be oh. like, Selena, that's a word right there. Like, you know, I, 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 need, to, I, I, remember I need to hook it's you up. It's about time this. somebody told off that dude. <laughs> I, I need to hook you up with my, with my pops because he and Dudley were best friends uh. back in the day. Yeah. Right. Same with all. He was one of the founding members of Bad C, all that stuff. So I think you guys eventually should have a conversation. Maybe we I can think, set that up. I think so, because it's like we always talk about this generational shift. Yep. And there's some in the generation that just couldn't do what I did and I couldn't do what they did. Right. right. So they already set a, an agenda, a sort of uh, an example of we're not taking like the whole original not today like we're not doing not today we're not taking that today no and so if you take their energy and then add it into your energy and do the not today that's a whole different kind of energy and that's a whole different understanding of the power that you have as a people Mm. the power of the people it is it, something that comes from within that's something that is brought it's archetypal it's legacy it's when we say we stand on the shoulders of giants it's not that we stand on their shoulders the shoulders are actually lifting us from within not from without mm. we are a powerful people so when we stand and say no you can't talk to me like that yeah because you talk to me like that you're talking to all my peoples behind me like that and that ain't happening today Okay. So then here's my question. I, I, mm. I love how you put it. So your experience, obviously, with the, the 92 protests and the riots that came with it, right? Mm -hmm. Now let's fast forward to sort of like some of, not more so the recent protests, but just more so a lot of groups, uh, uh, advocacy groups. Do you find that right now the energy... Um, do you find the energy, so to speak, kind of like traveling the same vein? Has it dipped a little? Has it has it been raised since like like our I guess I would like to say like sort of like the founding fathers, so to speak, have started to kind of push for change, for social change uh, in our communities here in Toronto and, and Canada? So no disrespect to the founding fathers. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to some black women doing some dope stuff and pushing Facts. an agenda. No, this is no, and when I talk about this, it's like, well, you know, the men do stuff. I'm not, I'm not trying to diss the men, but mm. often what happens is that we regurgitate and recite the names of these men so frequently that mm. we forget say her damn name, right? Mm. Forget to say her name. And when we, when we think about the Black Lives Matter movement, everybody now is hashtag Black Lives Matter. Everybody and their dog is Black Lives Matter. But when these women 20 years ago, 10 years ago were being called terrorists right mm -hmm. right they lost their homes or lost their jobs they lost their everything where were y'all then yeah mm. right so now you want a black lives matter because everybody woke and it's sort of avant-garde to be black lives matter mm -hmm. well, let's not forget where were you that when they were starting where were you when they were terrorists 
right? So the energy, I would say that that energy, we can't match energy for energy. We can't right. take version 1.0 and recreate 1.0. We have to create 2.0. And I think these women with the Black Lives Matter movement created that 2.0, that version that said, no, we are tired of waiting. We are tired of saying, you know what? We will be patient. Mm. We are tired. So we, yes, I don't care if you like it or not, defund the damn police. However you want to interpret that is not my problem. <sighs> and, and they're going to bring fire. They're going to bring fire because they're tired of bringing the little, you know, the little match where you're like, let's, let's kumbaya and I light your match and you light my candle and all kind of things. We've done with that a long time. We just burn places down. We're saying all kind of stupid. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep it PG because I don't I, know. No, 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 no. Oh, no, we are not a we're not a family friendly show. We're not that. I'm sorry. No, no we ain't. We ain't. <laughs> we, we, we not the good blacks. <laughs> we are not the good blacks. <laughs> Y'all out in the field with the rest of us. <laughs> listen, we will be right there. We will be right there. Listen, I, I almost burnt down a colonizer home when I went to New Orleans. <laughs> 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 he said that. He said that. Yeah, yeah. Edit that part out. Oh no, 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 no. We ain't editing that part out. <laughs> I love it. I love to see it. Uh, well, I, I think Mendel, did you have a question? Because I was gonna ask one uh, a question to uh, Selena. No, it was just to Selena's point. Um, talking about when you know we were being labeled terrorists, people seem to forget when police were, um wiretapping you know bad sea conversations back in the day but now they're trying to give them all their flowers right mm -hmm. so no it was just to expand on her point very briefly i didn't want to cut her off or anything like that you know okay so here's my question to you uh since we are a a program that you know pushes about mental health especially in our black communities and i know you touched on it um one of the questions i wanted to ask was um what is your personal view uh, coming back to both the federal and the provincial response when it comes to mental health and specifically black mental health, if you can speak on that. So the government, I could speak from the federal because I haven't really been following the provincial, but the government of, of Canada, the federal government mm -hmm. made an investment in 2018 of $9 million in black specific mental health over five years. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to do stuff for us, you might as well just say, I don't want to do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you say 9 million and I'm supposed to be like, oh, right. And so at Thanks that point, I was, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. And I wrote about it in the book where I was told like, you know, you either get on board, you have to get on board. Right. And so at that time, like, and this is why I'm going to go back to power. Cause I wish I knew how much power I had because I didn't have to get on board because mm -hmm. I knew it was wrong. Right. So you make a $9 million investment over three or five years, whatever it is. Right. And you have to actually think, are you joking? Or are you being disrespectful? Right. Right. And so this year, again, in 2021, it's in the mandate letter. Now, I want you to think about this. In 2018, we had a majority government mm -hmm. of 180-something. We had the whole side of the House of Commons, plus they called it the beachhead on the other side, right? Right. Now you have a minority, mm. and you want to talk big talk about investments. If you really wanted to make the investment... You would have done it. You would have done it when you had a majority. You right. would have repealed mandatory minimums because you know it's it's unconstitutional. It breaks up families and it's wrong. Mm. So you want to talk about all the things that deal with mental health? Mm. Let's start with that. Let's start with our justice system. So it's not just about investments in mental health. It's about all the other things that you don't do mm -hmm. that contribute to mental health. So when they said, oh, we're going to put a $200 million loan to Black entrepreneurs, well, hmm. Did you leverage the capacity of those dollars to actually find out why Black businesses don't get loans in the first place? Did you leverage that money to say to remove some of the discriminatory practices within your institution and then you could get the money? No, because it's still a loan. So we still ain't getting shit, right? But you've used that loan for nothing. You have not leveraged your power as a government to say, I will give this to you if you do something right by these people. 
And so, so after that, after that $200 million is gone, guess what? We back to square one because nothing changed. Not to interrupt you, and I apologize for that, but like but you what you know. just said, a lot. I apologize. I would like to apologize. <laughs> I know. Uh, but what you have said, I've, I'm in a couple of like black uh, business groups, and they they said the exact same thing. Where it's like that two hundred million dollars didn't mean jack all because it's still a loan. It wasn't supporting um, any really any of the black business in a meaningful way. And the structures that you've talked about that prevent black businesses from actually accessing loans has still not been addressed. So what they you have, said is totally what I'm saying. No, they have not. They have not. And again, when we think about, okay, let's let's be really granular. So they made a historic $2.5 million, $2.5 million two years ago, or maybe last year, in gender-based violence for Black communities. When you look at the research, the, the proportion of gender-based violence that falls on Black communities, Black women in particular, is it skyrocketed. It's the highest in under the pandemic. Right. 2.5 million historic investment. <laughs> but hold up, put on the brakes, right? Because one thing that happens when you invite someone to the table is that I know what the bounty looks like. Mm -hmm. I know what the bounty on that table looks like. So when you tell me that's a historic investment of $2.5 million, I just really just like open up a book. I flip two pages and I say, but in 2018, you gave one organization 3.8 million. And you want to give all of we 2.5 and call it historic. Bunya $2.5 million. Take it back. Take it back. And see, but see, and this is why they say I'm angry because I'm like, take your 2.5 million and legitimately mm -hmm. like, stuff it somewhere, mm -hmm. anywhere, but don't give it to us. Mm -hmm. yeah, because I'm tired of, these are not even crumbs anymore. This is not crumbs off the table. This is actually being disrespectful. Yeah. Because yeah. the data says that we're being the most impacted, but you give us less as a collective than you've given one. <laughs> Yo, man. Welcoming our third host of Black People Check-In. <laughs> oh, this is my part two. Selena, uh, I know we haven't reached the end yet. We're almost there, but I'm just going to ask, can we have a part two at some point? No, we need to have a part two because I need to come back with my grills. But I want to say this. Hold on. I want to say, say this. If we are looking for government to solve our problems as a people, mm -hmm. we got to start looking in a different direction. So where do you feel, where do you feel the power um, with that comment? What do you think is the solution or what would you like to see ideally? And a, a follow-up to that question, when did you start realizing when you were in Ottawa for the people in um, that, yo, something just not right. Like mm -hmm. this whole thing is just kind of suspect. Yes. It was sus. It was sus from day one. It was sus from that 2015 December 2015 meeting with that, that I had with the prime minister, where yeah. he said, "Do you trust me? Do you trust my judgment?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> really? No. <laughs> and and the energy changed in the room because I I sensed that they expected me to say yes. Mm. That feels so cultish. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, "Why are you asking me that?" Like. Married to my husband for a good 17 years at that point. I was like, I don't really trust his judgment either. Like, <laughs> where are we going with it? I, like, as a black woman, you're gonna ask me that question? Like, we don't just fall in line. You yeah. have to earn my trust, right? Right. I've seen I've seen how y'all play. You have to earn my trust. So no, I don't trust your judgment. Mm -hmm. I don't care how I got here. I earned my position here. Mm -hmm. You may have appointed me, but you, you couldn't appoint me if I didn't earn my position here. And so what I think we need to do is like, so Number one, we do have to hold governments to account because clearly they can move on a dime and they have bag loads of money, right? Yes. So they have the, the capacity to make that change. But we can't hold them to account just at the ballot box. We have to hold them to account every single day in between. So yes. when those mandate letters come out and you're like, oh, mandate letters, the mandate letters came out? Like everybody should know about this. Everybody should be talking about it and saying, we want a black 
a, a strategy for black justice, make it happen. And this is what it must include. The challenge is that government knows that they could cherry pick some of us, some of the good ones, some of the not so good ones. And the Selena's leave her alone because they know she's going to want everything. So we're not going to ask her to come to the table to discuss this. We're going to take some of them that are going to be a little bit light. They're going to say, it's okay if we have mandatory minimums and it's okay if we don't really do this. And it's okay if we don't really do that. And when we get it, we're like, well, what do they do? because none of this is going to help anybody right so we have to hold them to account we have to hold each other to account but at the, at the end of it i think it's us where is the village the village that it took to raise a child where did that village go all of a sudden we got a two-car garage and a nice car and a, and a little picket fence and we we're cool we're like chill we're like all right well we're good now and then the village went where where's the village y'all like seriously where is it I could not have said that better myself. My God, jeez. I could not have said that better myself. Right. And I know we're tired. So you're going to have people like, oh, I know we are tired, mm -hmm. but we've always been tired. I need to quote that. Um, I think this is like the second time that a guest has left the good people of Black people checking speechless. <laughs> 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 we we'll full our words, you know. <laughs> no but you selena you hit every point that a lot of us we always have our conversations but you've hit a lot of points that we continue to to push and to say so yes why so, so, so how do we be a little bit more strategic right like that i right. think that's the question it's not what do we do it's how are we more strategic about what we do and what i think we need to do in terms of strategy mm -hmm. is not do this thing that we do with each other in terms of small island, big island. Well, you small island, you big island. We kind of click together in that. Mm -hmm. Or you're liberal, you're conservative, you're whatever. Drop that. Mm -hmm. We are black. You from oh, Africa, yes. Korean. Drop that bullshit. We're black, right? And what we need to do is leverage each other's strengths. So you might not like me because I'm a loud mouth and I just push buttons. You might not like me, but can you use my capabilities to achieve the common good? Yes, you can. Yes, See, you can. And I, and I agree with you. I think that, I think hence the problem because mm -hmm. when you look at ideologies and I get it, black people are not a monolith, but because we do let political ideologies get in the way of the actual facts of where we need to be and where we can be as, as a people is the reason why unfortunately we have our small camps here and there and not getting stuff done even amongst ourselves. Right. I will disagree with Anime Paul on some of her policy clearly, mm -hmm. but if she has a position of power within to make change in the federal government, I will support her. I she see. is on, I text her, I call her, I make sure I check in with her. Mm -hmm. Leslin Lewis, we will disagree till the uh, cows come home. Yep, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. the conservative party, right? She did right. work for the conservative party. But yeah. you better believe I am going to text her and make sure that she is in a position of power where she needs to be. Because I know. So why is it okay for our communities to disagree with Aaron O'Toole and mm -hmm. still have him voted in, but we disagree with Leslie and lose him? We're like, oh, we're going to throw our hands up and walk away and like I make see. a big fuss. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. Yeah. I could disagree with her, but it doesn't mean I'm going to like butt her down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, we all learn that. We have, we actually have to learn that balance. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> so so I, I can't be the only people I'm going to talk to is Marcy Ian. Like it, it, that, that cannot exist. Right. We do not have time for that. And we don't have enough numbers. There's not right. enough of us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. To start dividing and conquering. <laughs> That's yeah, get it back. No oh my god. <laughs> Can we all just be friends? <laughs> <laughs> like 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 the late Rodney King. Can we all just get along? Can we all just get along? Just for the common good. <laughs> for the common good, for the benefit of those who need our communities the most. Can we squash our differences and say, Leslin, anime, what do you need? Mm -hmm. I got you. I can do it to I, a point. And it didn't matter. I, I, I can do that to a point. And when I said, let's just be friends, I didn't mean with all black people. <laughs> yeah, because some skin ain't kin. We know that. Yes. Yeah. We, 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 were, we were referring to you. 
there's there's but there's some that you just gotta cut loose and yes but what we're not we're not on this train with everybody right away right mm -hmm. right? right the critical mass needs to get on the train and the critical mass irrespective of our ideological differences mm -hmm. can form some kind of functioning capacity yeah. to work together for the greater good Right. So what are we going to leave on the table and the things that we are going to disagree with women's rights, mm. Palestine, whatever, leave mm. that off the table for a minute mm -hmm. and start thinking about things that are on the table that we can work towards. Right. Okay? Yeah. Especially yeah. like things that directly affect black people, including things like housing, including things like economics, including mental health, mental right. health and healthcare and education. But all of those things are access. At the nexus. At the, at the nexus of all of those things are mental, are, are mental health, are the way our children are treated in schools. Look at Peel District School Board. Like it's a, it was a fucking fiasco. And so what? Until black women said, not today with my children, right? So you have these, these things. You think Rod, um, Rodney King, um, George Floyd was like a, an, they've been putting the knees on the necks of our children for decades, bro. Yeah. Decades in our school systems. Knees on our necks for decades in our health care. That's why Black women's outcomes when it comes to maternal health and sickle cell and all these things are so atrocious mm. because they have the knees on our neck, but they've been so gentle with it that we don't even know it's happening. Uh, Uncle Germs, mm -hmm. can we do a special episode of the Cockat? So, Selena, because I know you're new to our space. Every episode, we have um, a segment of our show called the Caucasity Chronicles, mm -hmm. aka the Unseasoned Files. Jermaine, since I did last the last episode, who would you like to nominate this time? Do you do you want me to go to Twitter? Oh no, that's a special one. We should reserve that one for Let's, Black History Month. I'm trying to remember what was, because what was the last one that we were talking about? Because there's a bunch. I'm gonna just go ahead and say I would like to nominate the the good good prime minister. <laughs> Since we're talking about politics <laughs> on this episode, now I'm not gonna go into detail. Pick pick a struggle. You can pick blackface. You can pick indigenous. Let's well things. well listen. Okay, let's 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 actually you know what because Selena actually pretty much set the set the tone for this one so we do yeah. have a prime minister for those that are listening outside of canada we have a prime minister that whatever you want to think he's not what he says he is right Jeez. so ig prime minister <laughs> yes he is the ig prime minister <laughs> hence for example he and his government the same prime minister that that is out there about women's rights and indigenous rights for example is out there creating this big, big, you know, Indigenous Day for our Indigenous people in light of the Thanksgiving the week after. Yes, not only that, but I mean, this was in response to the the, the all of a sudden discovery of the amount of graves uh, that a lot of the um, was it the, the residential schools. Thank you, the residential schools. They were not graves; they were mass graves, unmarked. Throw away the body. Thank you. They, they were not. They were not laid to rest. Concentration right. camps Children. in the forms of schools. Children. Yes. So he he decides to create this this um this window dressing of a day in in honor of our indigenous people. But what does he do on that day? Well, he decided September thirtieth. September thirtieth. Thank September, you. September thirtieth. Yes. yes. So on September September thirtieth, my man decides to take a vacation. <laughs> Where was he? Where was he? He was out on some, walking on some beach, you know, shoes off and everything, you know, instead Clean of content for OnlyFans. Right. <laughs> so he is. So so much, there was so much to unpack there, though, because the, the first set of, of unmarked graves was found in BC, 730 something. Yes. Bodies. Where did he go on vacation to Fino in BC? Shoot. You know what? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Now that. Why? Jesus, what is it? Why? 
Ooh, <gasps> think about that one day. Y'all, I was like, like it no, did. Let that I, let that settle for a moment because there's there's a level of. At that point, you have to call it wickedness, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like a level of. There's a level. There's a level of it. Mm-hmm. You had the whole. You know how big Canada is. Mm. You know how big it is. It mm. is big. It is like the second largest land mass in like in, in the countries. world. Yep. You could have gone quite over there, to the east coast. You could have been. You could have gone quite over to the tip of. PEI or Newfoundland Labrador. You could have gone way over. You could have gone all the way up north. You could have seal hunt up. You went right in the people's nose mm-hmm. to disrespect them. Let's just let's just put that out there. Right in their nose hole to disrespect them. But go ahead. Ross. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> See, I I you know I can't even say anything more because that that's exactly true. The very same people that you claim that you support and 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 are going to continue to support are the same people that you basically trampled underfoot. That's but hey, I'm sure. sure. But he has an indigenous sure. friend, so for sure, for sure. And 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 then when when you go to actually reconcile or to to do the ceremony, instead of just you know having Canadians watch it through. The, the number of graves that were planted or a little teddy bear, mm-hmm. you kneel there and you take a picture of yourself. Yeah. 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 But just just like just like he did in Ottawa, the Black Lives Matter. Yes. Matter, We've right? spoken about so that. You take late. a knee, you take a knee at these events, and then you get up. And what happens when they are 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 talking about not taking indigenous children? to court yeah yeah and that's the other part that's the other part they turn around and they say that they're going to appeal the decision Mm -hmm. yep you can't make this stuff up oh it gets better colonialism you know started from the british and all that in canada so you appoint an indigenous governor general if i'm not mistaken yes that represents the queen why y'all know where i'm going with this <laughs> for sure and 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 to, to that point like mary simon she chose she could do whatever she wants and as long as right. as long as indigenous people are happy with it that's fine mm-hmm. right the, the, the challenge for me is understanding that you're a government that has said since 2015 the most important relationship you have is those with indigenous people and you're still taking indigenous people to court Granted, two days ago, they signed a $40 billion uh, agreement to have, which is actually a historic amount of money mm-hmm. to, um, to recompensate indigenous children who up until two days ago have mm-hmm. been continuously taken from their parents. So again, indigenous populations make up like 12% of the population, but upwards of like 60% of children in childcare Yep. The child welfare system. Yep. Like it is astronomical. So these children are literally, the, the mother gives birth. I'm talking about like last week, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And they take the child yep. from their mother. Mm-hmm. They, they don't need them. Because the house is not. Yep. Because they're poor. But whose fault is that, though? That's the thing. We were supposed to get rid of boiled water advisories a long time ago, but here we are. So, like, you can't make this stuff up. So you you stack the system against a set of people, and then you say, well, it's your fault that you can't unstack the system. That's what I'm saying. It's already been there since since colonialism, colonialism, uh, if you will. But it's stacked on top of stacked. And it's this it, and this is one of the reasons why black communities need to walk in solidarity. Yeah. Not as settlers, because we didn't we were we didn't just fly on a plane and get here. Like no. enslaved people were not brought here that way, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to walk hand in hand mm-hmm. with indigenous people of this country. Mm-hmm. Because we know what it's like to remove be removed from our land. Yep. to remove our heritage, mm-hmm. our names, 
our culture, our everything, mm-hmm. right? We're not far removed. Yeah. We're not far removed. We walk in the exact same path. So when I do a land acknowledgement, for example, I do a, a land acknowledgement, acknowledging where I am sitting, mm-hmm. but I also acknowledge ancestors, both indigenous and black, and those that line the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Because y'all need to remember where we came from. And that's not to say that our history started in slavery. That's not it at all. But I want people to understand that we don't have the same history. We not size. We come here from a different sort of perspective. You know what? We're going to have a part two and a part 10 at some point. You know, that's all. germs. Yes. I I share your sentiment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think think there's so much to unpack. And I I just want to say before we go that I appreciate having this opportunity to unpack because it is in these conversations that you start to relieve yourself of certain burdens. So these conversations, when you talk about mental health in particular, when Mm. people are listening and going, Oh my God, I thought it was just me. I thought I was crazy when I thought this. Mm-hmm. I, when I, I thought I was crazy when I felt that. I thought I was crazy when I had to when I wanted to tell off my boss, but I couldn't. And you have a conversation where you say, Yeah, I felt the exact same way. <laughs> Someone who is perceived to have power and status and titles, and we still it gives someone else a little bit of peace. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what we need. Honestly. <sighs> You've been amazing. Yep. Because I, I am amazing. <laughs> I, 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 yo, she got that energy though, dog. She got that energy. When yo. I tell, when when me say yo, when I tell you say yo, it it, it was it's an honor, and I mean yep. honor, a privilege. Anna. It's privilege. a privilege. Privilege to have God, you with with black people checking for this segment. I mean, say yo. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you. And and we thank you for this. Again, this is not gonna be the first, this is not gonna be the last time. So I'm hoping we get to do this if your schedule permits, because Mino say y'all, you're gonna skyrocket. You know what? She had me long time ago when I heard that she tell the PM about himself. <laughs> it's true though. I didn't, I didn't know nothing then. But I immediately, without reading policies or opinions, I became a fan. I'm going to say, yo, bad gal, bad gal forward, bad gal, pull up. Pull up. So, <laughs> I'm so before we go, though, uh, Miss Lena, we do ask that if anybody is going to reach you, if you're on the socials or anything, how can they view you? How can they see you? Where they need to get that book? So, everything is at I am Selena CC. So I A M C E L I N A C C. So that's Twitter, TikTok, IG, Facebook. Mm. And then my website is Selena CC.ca. Jermaine, your follower yet? Yeah, I, mean, I did follow her on, on, on the Twitters. I'm going to continue to add her on, on, on IG as soon as I get back from IG. I'm on a break. I'm on a break. Okay. I'm on okay. a social media break, so I'm I was I'm on a little break from Twitter for a while too, yeah. Yeah, so you know, but we will link up still, you know. We will definitely link up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. And 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 Mr. President, I I I will I will ask respectfully, can people reach you on socials? <laughs> you know what? Yes, they can. I am coming out of social media exile all right um nope so just to fill selena in there was a thing that we did on social media we outed an abuser in toronto who happened to be a member of my family and things got real real quick lawyers threatened us it was a whole big fiasco i even called we even called out a lawyer on the season finale of yes we uh, did season one Yes, yes, we did. Yes, which I'm sure you know who this person is. But anyways, <laughs> yes, I am out. I am probably going to make my page public. You can find me at Mandela underscore KJ. Mm-hmm. Look for me. It says not one of the good blacks on my profile. Same with Twitter. Um, follow my dog, Rastos, the dog. Uh, the mascot. 
the mascot of Black People Check-In, R-A-S-T-U-S-D-I-D-A-W-G on the IG. I know Selena follows. <laughs> and if anybody's looking for me, well, once I kind of come out of my social media break, it's going to be Germs394, both on the Twitters and on the IG. Don't worry about, about Facebook because I don't really use it all that much, so it's like whatever. Right? <laughs> you know what? We didn't roast you today, Jermaine. It's a new year. Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we didn't. Jermaine got new nicknames and everything. But you know what? We have a distinguished as guest. <laughs> we have a bay of ourselves. Yeah, you have to behave. You have to behave when I'm on. Uh, yeah, I, apparently. Oh, watch, watch apparently how you walk. Not. Watch how you walk. <laughs> Billy, did you just... Jermaine... Mm. Did you just tell her to watch how she walked? No, 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 I'm not telling her. Don't even start. Don't even start. Don't even start. Oh, because talking to you, brother. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I wish you, you were to try to tell me that. Thank you, Selena. Oh. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Good God. As soon as I heard it, I was like, I know you're not talking to me. Like, no. Mm-mm-mm, no. <laughs> and, then, and then the next 15 minutes, I get like lit up. No. <laughs> It, it, it's been like that the last few episodes. I don't know what got into him. Actually, you know what? No, it wasn't me. Yes, it was. It was your wanton behavior. You know what? I I I say nothing. Okay. <laughs> people people on on Spotify can judge for themselves. So I have nothing to say except me drink my water. Yeah. Well, you know what? Once again, Selena, thank you. Yes. We appreciate and love you for all yes. that you do, have done, continue to do, and will do in the future. Meant to that. Congratulations on um, being a PhD student. Yes. Doctor, yes. Doctor, job, job. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not just any regular one. It's like a neuroscientist. So, you know, I, I'm doing neuroscience. So, yeah. I, 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 I love the brain and I love like how my brain works and how I think strategically. So I, I, I really do want to say namaste to each of you. And, and the meaning of that, again, is that I see the divinity in you that is in me. Mm-hmm. And we need to hold each other high in high regard and remember how much power we have together as a collective. So thank you for the invitation. Thank you for allowing me to be here and to like share even a little piece of my story and to hope that that inspires people, meaning in spirit, inspire means to be mm-hmm. in spirit with each other, to give each other a break, to yeah. know that it's okay to not be okay, to talk about these stories because we know how microaggressions and racism have a disproportionate impact on us and it causes trauma. Again, according to the American Psychological Association, not to Selena, but the American Psychological Association said the combination of microaggressions and racism brings that trauma. And there's so many ways that we experience that trauma Mm. that even through this platform, we get a little bit of reprieve and that is a little bit that we didn't have an hour ago. So thank you. Uh-huh. Well, to everyone that's listened to to the check-in, we appreciate you checking in on us. Not and, love. and we want to say that if you're black, we love you. If you're white or any other color, we love you too. But we're gonna still be black. Really? I mean, we don't have sure. Jermaine <laughs> said that part, y'all. I know. <laughs> right. See you guys later, man. <laughs> Peace out. Love, uno, love, love, dance all and rum. Oh, my goodness.